Hello and welcome to the Bodcast Station, where you get to hear from some of the world's biggest fans of your human body. Today we'll be hearing from Karen Urbanik, a holistic healthcare practitioner, creator of the Therapeutic Nutritional Counselor Certification, CEO of Holistic Health Educators, and mother to 11 children. This is a replay of one of her radio shows. Enjoy! Get ready for a science-based, highly educational, fast-paced episode of Mastering Your Body with your host, Karen Urbanik. With decades of experience in working with clients, she's here to do one thing, educate and motivate you to take control of your health, one cell at a time, right from your kitchen. Welcome, this is Karen, your cell health protector, and we are going to talk about diabetes today, and we're talking about blood sugar management, and it's going to be fun, so please don't stop because you heard the word diabetes, because it affects everybody, everyone eats sugar. You have it in your vaccinations, you have it in your formula, you have it in your bread, you have it in your pies, you have it in your cookies, you have it in your milks, you have it everywhere, there's sugars all around us. And so how come they build up in some people's bloodstream and how come they're not being taken care of and how come we don't have enough sugar in our bloodstream and we're dealing with hypoglycemia? So today we're going to talk about hypoglycemia, which is a low blood sugar level and that actually is just as dangerous and just as prevalent as hyperglycemia, which is too much sugar in the blood. And then we're dealing with diabetes. So again, we're going to talk about sugars in the bloodstream. There's different organs that are working every day and all night helping to balance that blood sugar level. So why are some working better than the others? What can we do to fix that so we can naturally balance our blood sugar levels? And this is all information we're going to talk about right now here on Mastering Your Body. Okie dokie. So last week, I talked about candida. I need to recap that really quick because if you haven't listened to that show, that episode yet, you need to understand what candida is. It helps us understand sugar in the bloodstream because candida is the good guy, even though an overgrowth is not good. But candida comes out and starts eating sugar in the bloodstream and that is helping you to avoid diabetes. And just to start off with, every single type 2 diabetic I have worked with in my life, and that's well over a decade, has been able to get off of all insulin and get rid of the title type 2 diabetic within three weeks, some of them six weeks. And it's from information I'm sharing with you right now in the next 23 minutes that we're on this radio show together. So this is super important information. Listen to it for yourself or your loved one because this is really fun stuff. Again, this is for entertainment purposes only. That's why I'm on the radio. So, uh, (laughs) But otherwise, come and see me because we'll have a great session Let's talk about sugar. Sugar comes from everywhere. Sugar comes from your grain because those are starches and they turn into sugar. Sugar comes from your white sugar, your brown sugar, your turbinado sugar. I don't care if it's honey, if it's molasses, it's sugar. And the fruit, those sugars are going to go in the bloodstream. And if and it's important. Our bloodstream is literally designed to have a tablespoon of sugar at all time or a teaspoon of sugar at all time. So we're only designed to have this little bit of sugar in our bloodstream ever. Now you can see why people have blood sugar highs and lows because they're drinking a soda pot, which they're getting, you know, 16 teaspoons of sugar into their bloodstream within the 15 minutes that they're drinking their soda. And they're going to have a problem that's too much sugar at one time. There's a difference between the sugars that come from soda pop and bread and fruit. If you're eating something that naturally has fiber in it, like an apple, well, when you chew the apple and you get the sugars, the fructose from the apple you literally have fiber right alongside and the fiber is going to regulate how quickly the sugar goes in the bloodstream. So right off the bat, if you've got to go, you can't listen to the whole show, 
Just remember that you are designed to have this little bit of sugar in the bloodstream and that if you eat it with fiber, you're going to be good to go. It's going to help you maintain a healthy blood sugar level. Now, moving forward, candida is that yeast that comes out and gobbles up extra sugar in the bloodstream. So if we have extra sugar in the bloodstream, candida is like Pac-Man, comes log, gobble, 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 and it eats up all the extra sugar or as much as it can in the bloodstream, which is nice because every time there's sugar in the bloodstream, then insulin is needed to take the sugar into the cell. Chromium is needed to escort the insulin in and the sugar into the cell. So we need chromium. We need insulin. The more sugar we eat, the more insulin, the more chromium, the more insulin, the more chromium. And so if we can cut back on how much sugar we're eating right then and there, less insulin, less chromium needed. So our sugar that's in our bloodstream that's left over and we don't have enough insulin to get it into the cell or we just eat too much sugar will be eaten up by this candida. But candida overgrowth is not good. And candida overgrowth is what 75% of the people that are listening to this are dealing with. They have lethargy when they wake up. They have watery eyes. They have athlete's foot. They have vaginal yeast infections, dandruff. Uh, weird weird stuff on their skin, different rashes. They feel indigestion or bloating. Candida can cause acid reflux because there's so much candida in the sm- in the small intestine that is, and that candida is always off gassing. So the candida is literally gassing and causing your lower esophageal sphincter as well as your floric sphincter to stay open. So you're getting acid reflux, not because you don't have the proper pH, but because there is too much candida in your intestinal system. So again, candida is something we really want to be able to fight and kill off because there's too much of it in most people's bodies. So diabetes is hyperglycemia when there's too much sugar in the bloodstream. Hypoglycemia is when it's low blood sugars. There's not enough sugar regulation in the bloodstream. And they both have completely different ways of treat. Well, some of them are very different ways of treating them, but they also have different outcomes. So when you're dealing with diabetes, a diabetic, we have to manage the sugar going into the bloodstream immediately. So blood sugar management is the key role in avoiding and in managing and even reversing your diabetes. Now, I'm going to talk a lot about that because I can, because I've seen it happen numerous times. And so, yes, you can reverse type 2 diabetes. And you can't tell me you can't because I've watched it over and over again. Type 1 diabetics, I've seen them drop their insulin by a third, some of them by a half by following these same guidelines. So it's up to you. And I'm not here to say that, you know, type one diabetes can be completely reversed because it can't, but it definitely has been reversed in some people and it's very much affected um, in others being able to cut back on their insulin that I've seen over and over. And, and you won't believe it when I tell you a key thing to do besides avoiding sugar that you can do at home tonight that will make an effect on cutting down your blood sugar. And that's later in the program. So, so don't hang up and just come back if you do. So, so obviously with, with hyperglycemia, when there's too much sugar in the blood, the number one thing is to avoid sugar. I know that was amazing (laughs) revelation. So where does sugar come from? Well, sugar's going to come from your white sugar and your brown sugar. Sugar's going to come from your grain. Sugar's going to come from your milk in the form of lactase. So we want to avoid grain. 
Yes, that's your wheat, that's your spelt, that's your rice, those are your noodles, those are your crackers, that's your popcorn. <laughs> it's all grain is everywhere. But the cool part about this is if you want to help your body and take a load off the pancreas, then we do need to avoid those grains and those sugars. And I mentioned the pancreas because diabetes is an endocrine system issue. Hypoglycemia and hyperglycemia are literally an, an issue because the endocrine system isn't working properly. Part of the endocrine, anything that makes uh, a and hormone is part of the endocrine system. So the hormone, the insulin that is coming, that insulin's made in the pancreas. Hydrochloric acid is made in the stomach. You you have these different hormones and our adrenals, our adrenals play a big part in this as well. So when you're looking at diabetes, we're not just doing one thing, avoiding sugar. We need to strengthen the pancreas. We need to strengthen the adrenals and we need to strengthen the stomach acid and make sure that it's acidic enough. So these things are working in combination for our diabetic, uh, our diabetics. So looking, so making note of that in your pancreas, which your pancreas literally looks like a piece of corn in the cob stuck up on the body. So there's this pancreas behind your stomach, looks like a piece of corn in the cob almost. And there's little islets of Langerhan. Think of them as islands, right? There's all these little islands of Langerhans in your pancreas. And those islands of Langerhan, those create beta cells. The beta cells are uh, where all of your um, your insulin is coming from. So your insulin is literally coming from your pancreas. So the healthier the pancreas, the healthier your insulin uh, secretion is as well. So when I say strengthen the pancreas, and there's wonderful pancreas formulas all over the world for that. You can make them in your own home if you make tinctures. I, I'm a huge tincture lover because it's just a bunch of herbs and you're making a tincture using an organic alcohol, a vodka or a glycerin base. And that will... It's a great way to get herbs into the body to help regulate uh, the the endocrine system and very powerful. But anyhow, so let's just talk about other things that we need to avoid. So again, strengthening the pancreas is super important. Avoiding sugar, very important. And there's a lot of things you can eat. I know when we talk about diabetes, there's all those things that you need to avoid, right? We need to avoid the sugars. We need to avoid you know, high fructose corn syrup and all your grain and your fruit juice and your soda pops and all the alcohol. Sorry, <laughs> It was really late at night one night. It was like two in the morning and I had landed at an airport and I was waiting for my luggage to come. And this random man walks up to me. I'd never seen in my life, of course. And he's like, are you Karen Urbanic? And I'm like, uh, yes. He goes, oh my gosh, tell me what this is. And he pulls his hands out and he's, and he's a very well-dressed, attractive businessman. And he pulls his hand out and the inside of his hand, it's all scaly and white. And I said, that's Candida. He said, you're kidding me. I said, no, this is candida. You actually have a very large yeast overgrowth and this is systemic. So it's through the entire body. I said, so you're probably feeling fatigue and you're probably this and you're probably that. And I listed off everything that he was dealing with before he even mentioned them. And I I had to tell him he couldn't go out for a nice drink with the guys, you know, when he got when he got to the hotel that night after the long travel. So you just need to cut alcohol out of the diet as well. So again, the sugars and the alcohol, but there's a lot you can eat. You can eat all the vegetables in the world. Uh, broccoli and, and Brussels sprouts and, and cabbage and cauliflower and beets and, and young coconut. Those Thai coconuts are phenomenal. You can eat fish and fruit, uh, but you need to focus on the low sugar fruits for the first couple of weeks. Again, non-starchy vegetables, all your nuts and your seeds and your avocados. I will mention something called pseudo grains. When you're dealing with candida or diabetes, you don't want to have grain, as I mentioned earlier. So what can you have? You can have quinoa. I actually just made quinoa this morning. Again, I make it very often. It's always, there's always a pot of quinoa in our, in our kitchen. There's millet, buckwheat, 
amaranth and wild rice. Those aren't grains. Those are seeds. And so the seeds can be used in place of a grain. So instead of rice, we actually prefer quinoa. We love buckwheat cereal. I love buckwheat granola. I make a sprouted, I sprout all my buckwheat kernels and then I make a granola, which is phenomenal. So you don't need oats. You can just use buckwheat. So those of you who are eating oatmeal, well, just switch over to buckwheat cereal. It's pretty simple. Tastes a lot the same. Tastes great with a little bit of you know, butter or whatever you choose to use and some salt. But again, there's ways that you can do this. So don't be overwhelmed that I'm telling you not to eat grain because there's a whole world of paleo food out there that you can turn to. Again, paleo's, uh, paleo diet does not eat grain either. So if you want to just switch to a paleo diet, I do recommend a lower meat consumption uh, than the paleo seem to enjoy. But again, the paleo diet is a sugar-free diet as well. You'll be bringing in citrus fruits. Uh, you'll be bringing in lemons and limes. You'll be bringing in limes, by the way, can help you kill your candida. Lime mixed with baking soda is a great remedy for getting rid of candida. There's a Mexican doctor who recommends it, and he's had great success with it as well. I should mention that all of this information is coming literally directly from information that I've already pre-written in the Human Body Master Guide. So all of these years of me working with clients, as well as all the doctors I work with from around the country, and I work with medical doctors, pharmaceutical uh, people that I love. We work with naturopaths. We work with cranial sacral therapists and chiropractors. We work with these wonderful doctors around the country and out of the country, and I've been able to get them on video sharing with you remedies for a lot of different things not just diabetes and candida uh, but everything you can you nail it you know in, you name it it's going to be in this master guide and it's available online so if you're interested in having a very reliable source for getting what to do with cancer what to do with you know with pneumonia what to do with parkinson's we have a great online source so just just listen at the end of the the radio show for how to get in touch with us but find us over at karen's holistic health or i2h2e.com and we're here to help and again this information i'm sharing with you all comes directly from the master human guide which i or human body master guide which i've been writing for literally over 10 years now okay there that was my little commercial so now i'll go back to you <laughs> what what you can also do uh, so making sure that we are taking sauerkrauts and probiotics super important now i did want to mention a little bit about chromium i had mentioned chromium a little earlier and glucose the glucose tolerant factor chromium is extremely important because it actually maintains healthy blood sugar levels years ago when i started talking about diabetes i would talk about chromium and people weren't they just had not known yet that how important chromium was in escorting that insulin into the cell so when we are dealing with any kind and this is goes for hyper and hypoglycemia so whether there's too much sugar in your bloodstream or not enough sugar in the bloodstream you're still going to be wanting to take chromium this gtf chromium now you can also eat chromium in your food foods that are high in chromium, but taking chromium is going to be very important because it balances the use of glucose. Uh, I would I would probably start with maybe 200 milligrams a day, but you, you can meet with somebody or, or decide that on your own. But again, uh, GTF chromium is going to be very important. Um, now, if... So chromium supplements can make insulin function effective and therefore you can reduce your insulin. So if you're type one and you're like, oh my gosh, Karen is so much fun and entertaining, even though she talks too fast, 
I'm going to get some chromium. You can start on your GTF chromium, but be aware it's going to affect your blood sugar levels. And so you need to really keep an eye on your blood sugar levels while you're taking chromium so that you don't, you know, go have, have an issue uh, with dropping too quickly uh, and having too much insulin in the, in the body. So again, making sure that you understand that these, these things I'm recommending actually affect your blood sugar level very, right away, <laughs> like right away within 24 hours, within five hours. If you stop eating grain and you're used to eating grain, boom, you're not going to need the insulin that you need. If you, if you stop drinking soda, if you do anything that I'm mentioning, you must monitor your blood sugar levels because if you're on an insulin product, you won't need as much. Remember, the more sugar in the bloodstream, the more insulin you need and the more chromium that you need. The less sugar in the bloodstream, the less insulin and the less chromium that you need. So again, be focused on that. So chromium, excellent. By the way, chromium is also found in different meats, broccoli, green beans, nuts, eggs, yolks. So again, those there's other places to get chromium, but the GTF chromium is, is super important. Cinnamon, oh my gosh. So cinnamon, I take cinnamon every day. My, my morning drink is... If I don't put it in my green drink, I put it in my water with apple cider vinegar right when I wake up in the morning. But I'm always using cinnamon and I don't even eat sugar. So I don't eat grain. I don't I don't eat things with sugar in them just naturally. Uh, So you will find as well by putting cinnamon in your water and your green smoothies. It's excellent green smoothie. It's excellent soup. If you've never tried cinnamon in your soups uh, on your meat, it's actually wonderful. It's a wonderful flavor. So I'd be using cinnamon quite a bit more. And again, there's all sorts of formulas you can go purchase that are specific for pancreas, et cetera. I'm not going to go through all the things that you can and cannot do. There's just a lot that you can do um, as well. And as far as other things that can affect the the pancreas, I really want to talk for a minute about electromagnetic frequencies. This is so big. This is the one thing that you can do immediately that can help you reduce the insulin need. And that is to eliminate the transients in the walls of your home. All of you are going to bed with dirty electricity humming behind you when you're sleeping. That dirty electricity is humming in the walls of your home and of your office. And you can get rid of those using capacitors. So by using capacitors in the wall, you can instantly, instantly reduce your insulin intake. And this is super important. <laughs> There's a company that I love uh, referring to. Uh, they were, he's a good friend of mine who owns it. And they had gone out and filtered an entire office building and they had to let everybody know if you're, if you're a diabetic, we're going to filter your, your entire office building with capacitors and you won't need as much insulin. And this one guy was like, whatever, whatever, like some little stupid capacitor in my outlet is going to like get rid of my insulin needs. So he did not heed the warning to make sure he brought, uh, you know, and was testing his his blood sugar levels quickly enough. They filtered the property. And when he came into work, he literally had an issue because he had taken too much insulin and didn't need as much anymore. So against dirty electricity or otherwise known as transients are in the walls of all your homes and they are literally they're vibrating at the same at a frequency that is irritating the pancreas. And when we can release that vibrational pull from the pancreas, then we can literally watch our insulin needs get cut. And this is for everything. Parkinson's, MS, I should do a whole presentation just on capacitors because it'll blow your mind. We videotape people with Parkinson's and with MS before capacitors were put in their home and then afterwards and boom, it was like an instant within within. 15 minutes of getting rid of the transients in the walls of their home, they could walk straighter. They had less of the of the shaking electromagnetic frequencies from your computer, from your phones, from your tele, from your televisions, all of it, your your fluorescent lights, all of it is aggravating the pancreas and all of it affects your insulin levels 
period. So very, very important is to look and, and see if you can remove the transients in your, your home, your school, your business to help eliminate that dirty electricity. So really cool stuff. We also find that most people with a issue with diabetes, whether hypo or hyperglycemia, are dealing with leaky gut. So making sure that you can clean your body of candida, follow a leaky gut protocol, very important. And one thing we've noticed is heavy metal toxicity. Heavy metals play a key role in really messing with the endocrine system. So if you've had like a thyroid issue forever and you've had diabetes that nothing affects it, you really want to consider chelation or some kind of a therapy where you're removing heavy metals from the body because you will find that sometimes that that hypothyroidism and sometimes that um, hyperglycemia or the hypoglycemia, those things are really directly affected by the heavy metals that are in the bloodstream. And so by pulling heavy metals out, it is has made a multitude of differences. So super important to, to do that. Also maintaining a healthy weight, obviously sleeping enough. One thing I've mentioned in the previous episode on immune system, and I believe on cell health, was that the body can only heal between eight at night and five in the morning. And it basically is when the sun sets until four or five in the morning. That's the only time that the body can to, can assimilate. So that's the time that the body actually heals. And there's been many studies showing that people can lose weight and, and have better insulin management when they get more sleep or they get sleep during those hours. Again, it, it, very, very important. Um, and I would heavily recommend that you get you know more moderate regular exercise as well as getting some sleep. And hypoglycemia, with the few minutes I have left, so in hypoglycemics, the insulin release is too excessive. So there's not enough sugar in the blood and they've got too much insulin in the blood. And that's the exact opposite of diabetes. So now there's too much insulin, not enough sugar in the blood. Some people will recommend just take sugar, you know, eat something with sugar in it. Okay, that might do something in the meantime, but you really want to look at, oh, how am I going to repair the endocrine system, the adrenals, the pancreas, so I can uh, avoid this. And I just really want to bring awareness to hypoglycemia because the symptoms are incredibly prevalent in people that are dealing with, you know, with with some of the bigger issues, panic attacks, faintness, uh, these are all, it, it leads to um, chronic diseases as well, such as fibromyalgia and schizophrenia and antisocial behavior and criminal personalities and drug addiction, empathy, impotency, alcoholism, epilepsy. These are all things that can be triggered from hypoglycemia. And if it goes unrecognized, we're treating schizophrenics, but they're not getting the actual treatment that they need. And that is to balance your blood sugar levels. We might be treating you for ulcers, but actually you're dealing with hypoglycemia. We might be treating you for, you know, depression and it's a hypoglycemia area. Ringing in the ears can be hypoglycemia. So again, there's so many symptoms that are actually a sign of hypoglycemia and they've been misdiagnosed. So it really, it would really benefit you to find out what your blood sugar levels are on a regular basis. And, and you can do that from your own home. You can order equipment so you can measure your blood sugar levels. But that is something to be aware of. So hyperglycemia is diabetes. Hypoglycemia can lead to an array of issues and that, that we are just not aware of. So the ideal diet for somebody who's suffering with hypoglycemia is a constant diet. They eat very small meals all the time. So nuts and seeds, very low sugar fruits that are high in fiber, all your vegetables, doesn't matter. All the vegetables are wonderful. You would want to eat, you can eat some grain, but it needs to be low sugar, like no sugar added, so like a more sourdough approach. 
Um, buckwheat is phenomenal. As I mentioned earlier, some beans and some legumes are good. Um, flax seeds are phenomenal for hypoglycemic. So flax seeds uh, ground or whole, your raw fermented vegetables. Again, when you're dealing with low blood sugar levels, we're also dealing with a pancreatic issue uh, and we're dealing with some of the other endocrine systems. And so CBD oil, THC, some of those wonderful products that come from cannabis are extremely beneficial for um, hypoglycemics. Again, chromium and chromium is at the top of the list for all of, for anyone, chromium or cinnamon. If you aren't having any diabetic issues, then just add some more cinnamon to the diet. But you'd actually find that chromium helps most people. You're also going to find with the hypoglycemics that magnesium three is going to be helpful uh, as well as vitamin D. Um, and there's lots of herbs, a lot of things that can help. There's, I mean, there's so many studies done on herbology, you know, through herbalists and essential oils that help reducing stress because remember stress messes with the blood sugar level. And there's something called stomach pulling. Uh, and the stomach pulling is really interesting because you can pull the stomach down. One of our children we've had to spend the last many years helping to pull her stomach back down into place. And it really helps with hypoglycemia and hyperglycemia. I do have those stomach pulling instructions on my website, on both of the websites. So you're welcome to uh, download, download those and try those. There's yoga for digestion, which really helps because moving the bowels, cleaning up leaky gut, all very important. But again, we're looking at hyperglycemia, hypoglycemia, diabetes. We're looking at the endocrine system. So helping the endocrine system by reducing stress, using a good CBD oil, doing yoga, taking chromium and balancing the sugar in the blood. And to repeat, if you weren't here for the beginning of the show, we want to kill off candida. So please go listen to our candida episode of Mastering Your Body and also be be focusing on the microbiome. And I have an episode all about the microbiome as well. These are just natural ways of helping to heal the body. And you can get all this information on the Human Body Master Guide or give our office a call. Our office manager is just a hoot. Uh, She's out in in Colorado and she's just adorable. adorable, And she's 262-339-4024. But thank you for joining me. and And I hope that you're getting inspired through these series to understand that you are the master of your body. And if you're looking to take control of your health, there's no further to look than right there in front of you. Start in the kitchen. Start exercising, start breathing, start choosing the awesome people to hang around around you and you are going to watch your life change. Hey, thank you for joining us. I hope you had as much fun as we did. If you would ever like to connect with us in person or live online for webinars, course certifications, events, conferences, parties, go ahead and check out our upcoming event schedule at www.holistichealtheducators.com. We would love to connect with you. We also host weekly live question and answer sessions. Until then, have a spectacular day.